One of the hardest things for me when I became a stay-at-home mom was figuring out how to structure my day so that it would flow well and be enjoyable and kind of getting myself out of uh, the my previous routine of schedules and strict routines and all the things. So, I am giving you, today I'm giving you my three-step, super easy process to creating sustainable rhythms and routines, moving away from a rigid schedule and figuring out what rhythms and routines work for your home and your season of life and your kids and the needs that you have. So I'm super excited about this episode. Let's dive in. Hey mama, I'm Jenna and you're listening to the Joy Filled Podcast. I'm here to help stay-at-home moms thrive by equipping you with tools to help you acknowledge and embrace your season and encourage you to bring joy back into your motherhood. You'll walk away with everything you need to truly experience the fullness of joy in this beautiful season of raising babies at home. So reheat or refill wherever you're at in your day, (laughs) your coffee, and let's live joy-filled together. Hello, hello. I am pumped about this episode topic. It's fun. It's light. It's practical, which is what we all need sometimes. I love the deep stuff. I love the soul stuff. I love diving deep with you and really getting to the heart of issues and mindsets and perspective and all of that. But sometimes we all just need some practical advice and tips and that's what I'm here to do today. So we're laying out my three-step process for how I create our rhythms and our routines for our home that are sustainable, they last, they're easy. Here's the thing you need to know about me. It is very hard and I know you might not be like this, but it is very hard for me to stick to a schedule. I've always hated them. I've always disliked having to be super rigid about my schedule. Doesn't mean I don't like having routines that are dependable, but I don't like a rigid schedule. It it really makes me feel a little bit like captive and I often end up being way less productive than when I have a routine or rhythm that just kind of flows. So one of the awesome parts about being a stay-at-home mom and one of the things that took me a while to be okay with is that we have flexibility and we we don't have to have you don't have to have a rigid schedule if you don't want it you have freedom if you're a stay-at-home mom you have the freedom to really be in control of what your day looks like so for me and for my house And for my family, instead of a schedule, and when I say schedule, I mean like mapping things out in blocks of time. Because for us with littles, you know, I have a three-year-old, a two-year-old, and a baby, I things are kind of unpredictable. There's a few things that I can predict. Nap time for the older kids, I can predict. Usually, I can kind of predict when they're going to wake up, but... I, I, there's a lot that is unpredictable in the day to day. And so usually for me, 
And I also, side note, it's also hard for me to predict having a baby. You know, I don't know what my sleep is going to look like. I don't know if I'm going to feel like waking up at 6 a.m. or if I'm going to feel like, no, this today I need to sleep in a little bit because the baby was up once every hour last night and I need some extra sleep, you know, or, or I need a nap. I need to lay down and rest while the kids nap instead of working or cleaning or all the things. So for me, a schedule just kind of makes me feel paralyzed and captive to that. And then when I fail, it makes me feel like a failure <laughs> when I, you know, when things go south or we don't stick to the schedule like I wanted to. I just... It, it makes me feel defeated and I would like to avoid at all costs feeling defeated and feeling like a failure in my day-to-day life. I Nobody likes that feeling and we don't need to be feeling that more than we already are with the normal things that come with being a mom, you know? So instead of schedules, I love finding and creating rhythms and routines that work for my family. And you're probably like, what in the world is a rhythm? What is a routine? What are you talking about? I feel like this is all synonymous with each other. And yes and no, they're, it's like same but different. (laughs) So to me, how I define it is a rhythm is a consistent pattern in your home that are, that's really effortless to fall into. It's easy to do. So instead of saying, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. and read my Bible every day. It's it's more like when my, my morning rhythm is when I wake up, you know, I, I, I feed and change the baby and then we head downstairs and make breakfast and empty the dishwasher and drink my coffee and take my supplements. And, you know, it for example, that's that's just an example. It's it's not super time dependent. It's, it's easy, it's not forced, and it doesn't, this is the biggest part, is it doesn't feel like work to stick to them. It feels easy. Rhythms are very flexible but dependable. You know, it's consistent. It's things that we do every single day, but it, it's, it's dependable but it's flexible. For us, one of our rhythms, for me and the kids, is after we do breakfast, we get ready for the day, we brush teeth, and then we've started doing um, some more focused, like learning time, like I really like to do lately, and the kids really love it too, uh, to do recitations. So reciting our days of the week and our months of the year and things like that. So we kind of, it's like a intro into homeschool. It's our intro into school time, what that will look like when they're a little bit older. But for now, it's just this time that we're all together and we're, you know, reciting these things out loud. And that's our rhythm for after breakfast time and after we get dressed and ready for the day. But the time of day that that happens changes every day. You know, sometimes we're we're moving quickly and we're onto those things by 8.30. Other times it's 10.30 or 11 by the time we're doing that. And that's okay because we have the freedom, you know. This is, I have to remind myself and I want to remind you, this is your job. There's no more, like, yes, there are other important things to do. But this is your work and this is, you get to you get to decide that's the cool it's kind of like being a business owner <laughs> you get to decide what it looks like and routines are 
things that you do daily. These are things that are just make your home run. So for me, one of my routines is that I do a load of laundry every single day. That's just a daily thing that I do to help our home run smoothly, to help me stay on top of things. There's lots of examples of routines, but that's, and I know everyone has a different definition of of these things, but for me, that's the easiest way to describe it. A rhythm feels like, kind of like a dance. You just fall into it. These are the things that we just fall into. And then my routines are things that I do every single day at some point in the day. So here is how I, my process for how I create really sustainable rhythms and routines for our family. So number one, take inventory. Take an honest inventory about yours and your family's needs and priorities in this season. Be real, be honest with yourself because the worst thing that you can do is try to do something that is not going to serve your family in this season. You know, it's like Cinderella. It's like trying to, the stepsisters trying to put on Cinderella's shoe. It's not working. It's not going to work. And they're not being real about the reality of their situation, that their foot is too big for the shoe. And that sometimes is how this works, is how creating rhythms, you have to be real with yourself. You have to be honest about what your family needs. So take inventory, take an honest inventory. Maybe you and your husband need to sit down and take inventory together so that you can create these sustainable rhythms and practices for your home. Because I promise when you do, your home will function so much smoother. If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like your home is just chaos all the time, if you're feeling like you can't come up for air, creating some rhythms and routines to serve your home and serve your family is the best thing that you can do. And I I would say do it sooner rather than later. So take inventory Be real about your family's needs. Be real about your priorities in this season. Be real about what what does your life look like right now. Be real about it. The second thing you need to do, this is the second thing that I do, is then once you've taken inventory and you know, okay, here's where we're at. Here's what our life looks like. Here's our needs. Here's our priorities. Then you're going to gather inspiration. What are other people in the same season that you admire doing? If you see a mom who is like, she's on top of things, she's not piling, the laundry's not piling up, she seems very calm. She, If she has things that you want, if there's things about her that you admire, not in a comparison way or in a negative way, but just like, wow, that she, it feels, whether it's uh, somebody that you know from church or somebody that you know in your real life or somebody that you see on social media. So there's some, I get some awesome inspiration from following other moms in the same season as me uh, on social media. And I have really, I've, there's a few things that I've learned from other people that have really, really, that I've implemented it and they've really helped my family and my home. And so it's okay to do that. It's okay to look at people and go, wow, you're in the same season as me, but you don't seem overwhelmed and your house doesn't seem like chaos. What are you doing that I can start doing? What is working for you that I can start implementing into my life? So one, like one of my favorite routines that I do, one load of laundry a day, that's, 
I just talked about that. That actually came from somebody that I follow on YouTube and also on Instagram. She's a homeschooling mom of four and she has little kids just like me. And since our lives seem similar, when I saw her, all she did was post it on her story. It's like one load a day. I was like, that might be something that I need to test out in my own life. Because before we had Archie, I was just doing, we would have like a once or twice a week laundry day where I would just dump all the clothes into piles and it would just be all day laundries going. But I don't know, something about the third kid really hit different and I was super struggling to keep up on laundry. So I implemented, I gathered inspiration. I first took an inventory and to say what I was doing is no longer working. I was doing laundry once a week and that's not working anymore, and I'm overwhelmed, and the laundry's piling up, I'm going to go gather some inspiration. What are other people that are in this season of my life doing? What's working for them? I found this routine. It seemed very simple, very easy to implement, so I was like, I'm going to test it, and that is the third thing that you need to do. Just test it. Take inventory, gather inspiration, and then test it out. Test it in your real life. Often you might need to make some adjustments, but test it out and see. You know, I, I, my morning rhythm right now is really simple. You know, I wake up, I feed and change Archie, and then I head downstairs and I put him usually down on the floor with the kids while I make breakfast and do my morning chores, like emptying the dishwasher and things like that. Uh, and then we eat breakfast together and I drink my coffee and all of that. That's kind of my morning rhythm. To create that, you know, I I kind of just took inventory of what I needed. I realized that realistically in this season of my life, having a baby that is still in our room with us, I it's hard for me to read the Bible. It's hard for me to read my Bible first thing in the morning. And so instead I decided to take the pressure off to read my Bible first thing in the morning and just focus on setting up our day well and you know, with well, like making breakfast and things like that. I'm really focusing on that in the morning. So I took inventory, I gathered some inspiration, and then I tested it. And I love this morning rhythm for me. I think it's really f- smooth and it flows really well. The only problem that I've been facing is that it leaves me no time to get ready for the day, to wash my face and brush my teeth, do, do my hair, throw some dry shampoo in my hair and change my clothes. So I need to find, make some adjustments and maybe try to fit in 15 to 20 minutes in the morning to allow me to get dressed and ready for the day. One thing that I would say is when you're testing it out, when you're testing out these rhythms and routines in your life, don't be afraid to try something and have it absolutely fail. It's okay. It really is. And, you know, I think that there's this this shift we have to make when we become stay-at-home moms and maybe you're experiencing that, maybe you have experienced it, that we can let go of the rigid schedule and be, because, you know, maybe if you're if you're like me, before you became a mom, you were working a regular job and so, of course, there's a schedule that comes with that. You know, you have to be awake at a certain time so that you can get to work on time so that you're not late. And then after work, you have other things you have to do that you have to be at at a certain time. Your life was very scheduled and now (laughs) it's not and that's okay. And it might take some time for you to test things out to see what 
flows for you, what rhythms work for you so that your home can be an enjoyable place so that you're not overwhelmed and you're not feeling like you're drowning. Um, you're happy and your, ho- you, your home is a joyful home because that's, that's our goal here, right? Is to be joy-filled moms and to have joy-filled homes. That's what I want for you. I think if you're listening, that's what you desire too. And so I would say, Take the pressure off to have the super rigid schedule. I know there's a lot of people who think that you need to have a schedule and you need to have a planner and you need to have all these things. Just throw that out. If that's not serving you, if that's not serving your home, throw it out. Take inventory of your life, gather some inspiration, test some things out, and create sustainable rhythms and routines that are going to serve your family and serve your home because that's what our home is for. It's, it's to serve our season of life. We should not be serving our home. You know, it shouldn't, a lot of us have it backwards and we're constantly feeling like we can't come up for air because we're always trying to keep up on all the little things. And instead we can change our approach a little bit and find routines and find rhythms that are designed to serve you and your family. I wish you all the luck with this. I hope that this is very easy for you to implement. For me, it when I talk about it, it seems so simple and as I, you know, as I was preparing this episode, I was like, gosh, this is this feels so basic, but this is something that it's taken me a few years to really get down and really throw out the need for a schedule and instead just create some sustainable routines for my life. So I know that I've learned that if it's something I've experienced, I'm probably not the only one who's experienced that chaotic feeling and that strife and just overwhelmed feeling that a schedule can sometimes give. So throw it out and just create some rhythms, create some routines that are sustainable and that you love and that are easy, that flow, they're effortless, and it's enjoyable to do. So good luck, and I'm going to pray over you really quick. Lord, I thank you for my sister, and I pray that wherever she is at, whatever her day has looked like, whatever her week has looked like, wherever we're finding her right now, that you would bless her, that you would lift her up. God, I thank you that the boundary lines have fallen in pleasant places for her, that she has a beautiful inheritance in you. I thank you for that. I praise you for that. I pray that you would help her figure out what routines are going to be best for her family, and then she would be able to stick to them so that her home can be an enjoyable and a happy and a calm environment. I thank you for her. I pray that you would bless her in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, before we go, I have a question for you. Have you joined our podcast community group yet? If the answer is no, I have another question for you. What are you waiting for? (laughs) Come on over and connect with other moms. Share tips just like the ones in this episode. Hang out. Chat with each other. Build relationships. It's so much fun and I would love, 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 love to have you in this group with us. I've got some exciting things planned and I want you to be a part of it. So head to jennamadeline.com slash joyfilled or click the link in the show notes.
If you found value in today's episode, the best way to thank me is by going to Apple Podcasts and leaving a written review. This helps me stay encouraged, but it also pushes this podcast out to more mamas that desperately need to hear about the joy and purpose that is readily available to them. So thank you in advance for being a part of this community and helping me get this message out to as many people as possible. You mean so much to me and I can't wait to chat with you next week.